Hey guys, this is Carrie and Chrissy, and you are listening to Nothing But Us. Hey guys, you're listening to another segment of Nothing But Us. Today, our segment is called Pregnancy and What They Don't Tell Us. Yes, because there's a lot of stuff they don't tell us. A lot. And uh, these aren't things you necessarily learn in school, in uh, phys ed class. Not I mean, even school. Like, like, think about it. Like, movies, like, they don't tell you half of the stuff. Like, they just show you the little pretty, like, okay, yeah, you know, she's pushing and the baby comes out. But Oh, yeah, they make it look pretty. Out. They make it look pretty. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't really get the real hardcore like what birthing and pregnancy really looks like because uh hollywood tends to like make it sweet and angelic and beautiful and like you know it's such a wonderful transition from you know going from your normal body to like growing a, a full human being right yeah what's one of the things that stands out from your memories through your pregnancy that you can say like hey no one told me this and I was absolutely shocked to find out on my own yeah I think one of the main things for me was um like your face kind of changes like my nose got huge yeah they don't don't tell you that yeah they don't tell you like the changes your body like they tell you your breasts will change Mm -hmm. they tell you you know your your hips will change but they don't tell you that uh, you know, your face is going to change. Yeah, like you're going to morph it and you're going to look like a toad. Yeah. <laughs> going to be okay with it. Exactly how I felt, like a toad. Did and you um, have the breakout? I know, like, a lot of people, um, when they talk to me, they're like, oh, my face broke out. I, I had the break opposite. Out so much. Yeah, no, I didn't break out. I didn't break out so much. But uh, I, I couldn't smell, I couldn't stand the smell of perfume. Like, I couldn't smell, like, I didn't want to smell anyone's perfume. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I, like, it made me sick. Yeah. I, and yeah, I certain smells make you want to throw up. Yeah, there was just one specific, and I hated it because, like, you're sweaty. For me, it was the summer when I'm, like, I, uh, my my daughter's birthday is around August. So, um, I was pretty, pretty big around, like, uh, June, July, which is, like, the worst. And we mm-hmm. live in Toronto where it's, like, humid heat. Yeah. So... Uh, you know, when I would go out, I wanted to smell, like, nice, you know, but it was just so hard because anything would make me so sick to the point where I was like, okay, I, I can't. Like, I physically and literally can't smell it anymore. Like, I, it's, it was so bad. But um, there was just one specific smell that I really, it was the only one I could smell. That I was like, okay, I can, I can deal with that one. But everything else was like, throw it out the window. I don't want to smell it. This was a perfume? Yeah. What, no, which smell could you stand? Which one was it that you were okay? I don't know. I don't remember it, but it was just, like, the sweet little... And it wasn't, like, so hard. It was, like, faint, really, but, like, it was the only one I could smell. I was like, okay, I can deal with that, but, like, everything else, I could not. And your 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 sense of smell, like, is so much... Um, it's heightened. Yeah, it's heightened. That's yeah. the word. Yeah. And you can smell every single thing. Yeah. What else? What else other experiences did you have? And this one is messed up, but I know, like, for myself and my sisters, it, it's it's funny now. But I mean, at the time, I was like a grouch. You always have a certain person that you don't like. 
And it doesn't have to be for any reason. You just, you are, you get annoyed by them. You get annoyed if they talk. You get annoyed if they breathe. You get annoyed if, like, they want to help you. <laughs> and unfortunately for all three of us, it was my dad. And, you know, my poor dad, like, he had to take it from all three of us through all our pregnancies. Because, I don't know, <laughs> for some reason, my dad's the target. And we're like, my I dad be like, dad. I just, like, yeah, I and he's, like, like the yeah. sweetest guy, you know, like, he's always trying to help. So yeah. when we were pregnant, like, for no reason, we just picked my dad. He was the person we didn't like. And it, the funny thing <laughs> is, though, he would go out of our way. Like, if he go, if you go like, Dad, I'm craving, like, a California sandwich. He'll be like, oh, okay, don't worry. I'm going to go right now and get it. But then, you know, and it's sad because it's like, okay, for no reason, we decided my dad was going to be the person we didn't like. So every pregnancy, unfortunately, my dad... He had to get the other person. Did you have a person like that, where that you just for no reason you're just annoyed? Uh, I don't think so. I don't. I not that I remember so much. Like I know maybe I was like pretty annoyed with uh, the person I was with, but <laughs> other than that, I don't think so. I think I even went through a stage though that, and I'm not usually like this. Like I don't really want attention. I don't really yearn for attention. You know, in a relationship. But when I was pregnant, I was very needy. I'm like, oh, I need a hug. Like, how come no one's hugging me? Or like, how come you're not paying attention to me? And it's like, what? Like, I, you know, it out of the, it was out of the normal for me to want attention like that. And yeah. I think the, the, the pregnancy like made me want to be cared for. And it was weird for me because I'm like, no, I usually don't care. I usually don't want that, like, you know, for people to be on me or for my spouse to be on me. Like, I didn't. I wasn't like that before, so I knew that was part of the pregnancy, where I'm like, oh, I need a hug. Like, why are you beside me? Why can't you be beside me? Now, was it, is it, was it the same way for your second pregnancy? Yeah, for the second pregnancy, too. It's like, I, I want the baby daddy around. I'm like, oh, I want you to hug me, or like, why don't you touch my belly? How come you're not talking to the baby? Or I, I need to be hugged for no That's reason. So funny. Out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, I'm not like this. Like, why? Why am I being like this? And... And I, I, yeah, by the second pregnancy, I'm like, yeah, okay, it, this is definitely the pregnancy hormone because usually on a normal day, I could care less if I'm getting hugged. So I know that that was part of the pregnancy. That was a big change for me. That I, I was like very needy. I, I wanted constant like love and attention and, and to be pampered. Was it like that yeah. for you too? Mm, I, I feel like to some extent, not fully, but. Like, yeah, that stage weird. doesn't last long, but it, it, it was there. I experienced it. It didn't last long, but it was there. And also, um, like, certain foods. I know for my second pregnancy, I could not stand meat. Like, the thought of meat, the smell of meat, it would make me want to throw up. And I found that so weird because in my first pregnancy, I was fine with foods. I, I didn't have that issue. I could eat anything. And if anything, like, that pregnancy, the, wake, the waking was normal. For my second pregnancy, the weight came faster, but I noticed that I, I, the meat issue, like I could not, for the first four months, I couldn't eat meat. And I was only solely eating fruits. That's crazy. Actually, that's how I found out that I was, like, I kind of had the hinge that I was pregnant because of my first, like my pregnancy the first time, um, <clears throat> I love, okay, like you, like I love Popeyes. I love fried chicken, you know? Mm. And, um, I remember, like, it was New Year's Eve, uh, we were at my ex's house, and we were, like, celebrating together, alone, and 
we had ordered Popeyes. And I just remember feeling like completely sick right after it. Like, I was like, I don't want this. Like, this is so you ate it? You ate it and then you felt sick? Yeah, like I felt so sick and that's mm-hmm. never happened to me. I'm like, why Why do I feel this way? And lo and behold, I took a pregnancy test after that. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. See, like, you know that, you know that, you know your body, so you know, like, when you're pregnant, everything just changes dramatically. Yeah, but it's crazy, right, because your breasts get big, your hair starts looking more luminous, I don't know what it is, like, your hair is, like, looks healthy, and then, like, the fucking aftermath of giving birth Oh, the aftermath, yes. Yeah, what they don't really tell you is crazy, because... You know, pregnancy, yeah, you, your nose gets big. Like, obviously, these little things. Yeah, the physical aspect of, like, the pregnancy. Like, you kind of have an idea. Like, okay, my body's going to change. Yeah. It's going to morph into something else. Like, I know I'm going to get big. You have an idea, like, sort you, of, an idea. You might, yeah, you yeah. kind of have an idea. But, like, when, like, the like the afterbirth, they really don't tell you anything of what's going to happen or how your body will change or like, you know, like, okay, like, obviously, you know, you're going to have, like, a little fupa, right? But other than that, like, that's what I thought. But like losing the totally. weight, though, from the pregnancy, no one tells you how hard that's going to be. Like, I just thought, I'm like, okay, I'm young. I'll snap back. I'll snap back. It'll be fine. You know? Was that the same for you? Did you think, like, oh, it'll be fine? Like, I, I to me, my weight thing, it didn't even cross my mind at all my weight thing actually did cross my mind because like my mom like she was really really like thick thin mm-hmm. uh, and then you know after her kids like with every kid I guess she gained like a little bit of weight mm-hmm. and uh, so to me like that was always like oh my god like I'm, I'm gonna get huge I'm gonna get huge and I'm not gonna be able to like take this weight off that's what I thought and then the worst part is, like, obviously, you know, you're going to your doctor's appointments and they're telling you, like, you can only gain this much, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah, they shame you. They fat shame you when you're pregnant. Yeah, they, like, tell you, hey, well, you know, anything other than that, you're just putting on weight on yourself, you know. Yeah. So, like, to me, like, I was so scared because I was like, oh, my God, like, if I, like, because they, they don't, like, especially if a woman doctor, if you have a man doctor, they don't fat shame you so much. They're actually a lot more, like, understanding and they understand the woman's like emotional you know needs or whatever but yeah. a woman like a, a woman knows you you know yeah. like she's a woman you're a woman she's not gonna be like fucking fake and be like oh yeah you know it's okay if you gain a little bit of 10 pounds it's like no bitch uh you only have 20 pounds to gain from this baby and if you gain <laughs> any more that's all you yeah you know? yeah you're shamed into it you know and I get it because you want to have a healthy pregnancy. You don't want your blood cholesterol to go up. You know, like you, I get it. But sometimes it's hard because you crave so many different things. And then it's like, oh, yes, uh, I can blame it on the baby. But no, you know, you are growing a baby inside you. That's the reality of it. So you are eating for two. And that's, I found it hard. I'm like, okay, well, they told me I can only gain two pounds this month, which is like weird because I can gain two pounds in water weight. Well, what I thought was weird was, because, you know, every time you come in, they also measure the baby, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, it's like, it's uh, five pounds now, it's six pounds now, and then they're telling you how much weight you have on, you're like, 
oh, you know, if you put on any more weight, you know, or you keep eating, the baby's going to be nine pounds, and you're not, it's going to be hard for you to push it out. And I'd be, like, fucking freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, how am I going to push out a 10-pound baby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I just remember my doctor freaking me out, telling me, like, oh, you're, she's probably going to be, like, nine pounds. And I, I was, like, so worried. I'm like, I can't, I don't think my vagina can handle that. <laughs> so what were you saying? Did you say anything? Like, okay. No, so like, I like just remember going home. I remember going home, and I'll be honest with you, I remember going home, and I was like, okay, I need to, you know, like, control and, like, really watch what I'm eating now, because I just, I don't want her, this was me alone, like, it's not like she was shaming me, but mm. she was just telling me, like, you know, she's getting big, you know, so I was like, oh my god, I have to control what I'm eating, because, like, I don't want her to be any bigger, because I don't think I can handle pushing, like, a 9-pounder or a 10-pounder, mm-hmm. and I just remember when I gave birth to her, she was 7 pounds. Oh, that's like the normal so, baby weight. Yeah, so then when my doctor told me that she was 8 pounds, I was like, oh my god. Like, there I was freaking out. And the girl was only 7 pounds when she came out. Like, legit. Like, it was like a 6.9. Like, she was 7.0. Yeah, they're always off with the baby's weight, I feel. Like, for both yeah. of my babies, they were off. They were so off. It was crazy. I was like, oh my god, I thought I was going to give birth to, like, some 9-pounder. I think the difference for me when I gave birth... Um, my birthing experience was different because they had prepped me. Like I gave birth at 32 weeks. So I, my first birth ended up being, uh, giving birth to a preemie. So the 32 week mark, that's still early. Um, but the chances of the baby being, you know, um, a little safer was higher. What's full term again? 42 weeks? 40, 40, 41 weeks, I think, I believe. You can go to 44, 42. I'm not sure because I think I... Some women end up passing my, it, yeah. Some women pass. I gave birth on my 39, I think. I think it's 40 weeks, right? Yeah, I believe it's uh, 40. 40 or 41. But, I, I mean, either way, it feels like forever. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I remember them prepping me. They're like, oh, you know, he's going to be super small. We're going to, like, right after we take him out, he's, you know, we're not going to put him on your chest. And I remember thinking, I'm like, wait, I'm like, that that's so important like to me it was like that's when the baby bonds but oh, they're so like did you have like a like a vaginal birth like, or yes, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. A it was a normal birth no no it was a normal birth they're like you can give birth normally they're like we don't even have to do a c-section like you're dilated like everything my birthing experience was normal the only thing that was different was the baby was born at four pounds eight ounces and and that that's it other than that he came out normal he came out crying. It was like a normal baby. So to me, it felt like a normal birth other than like... I just can't believe that you gave birth to a four-pound baby. And I look at your son now and I'm just like, oh, yeah. holy crap. The 14-year-old. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah. Like, you, he's so big now. You wouldn't think that when you... See, but to me, see, like, he was small. But in I guess in my head, it's like, no, this is... It's my baby and it's everything's normal. But I know, like, around uh, my family, they were like, oh, my God, he, he might not make it. Like, I, I know this after, though. They didn't tell me all of these worries at the time. But, like, I know a lot of my family expressed after the fact. They're like, you know, we didn't know if he was going to make it. And that was their biggest fear for me. They're like, we didn't know. We were perfect. Like, they were preparing themselves mentally for the worst. And, for and then with your second pregnancy, did you have her preemie as well? No, right? I think you had no, her. No, she was preemie. She was at uh, born at thirty four weeks. I've never ever made it to a full term pregnancy. Uh, my kids don't like waiting. I don't know why. 
They're probably like me then because they never made it to full term, both of them. And with the second pregnancy, it was considered high risk just because I had a preemie on my first delivery. So they're like, you know, your odds of having a second uh, preemie are very high. That's crazy. I know. Is but it your body? Did you ask? Did you ask? I like, did. Why? I did. Yeah. And they're like, no. He, they're like, you know, we really don't have an answer. We There's no real explanation every situation is different it varies so we can't pinpoint exactly why babies are born early um that's crazy like if i had a choice and someone told me like okay you want like i I get it there's a lot more complications when they're born premature yeah but dude like i guess like having to wait the 39 40 weeks dude you are lucky in a way oh yeah i know that after i saw your pregnancy i'm like oh my god like imagine making it all that way like I remember you being exhausted. You were so exhausted at the end. I remember that. And I'm like, Karen, are you all right? And you're like, no, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this girl's dying. Uh, yeah, it was bad. It I, was bad. I it was bad. legit just you, wanted the baby out. You didn't enjoy that at the end, that pregnancy. Like, no, oh, I did not. I was tired. I don't though. even think I enjoy pregnancy, period. Like, some women love it. Some oh, women yeah. love being pregnant. Some women are, like, glowing. I look like a freaking, like you said, a toad. No, you said with, Oompa Loompa. I remember I you said, like, like, I felt yeah, like Oompa Loompa. I, I felt like an Oompa Loompa. Like, the short little thing with a mm-hmm. big-ass belly. I was wearing Moo dresses because I didn't want to wear anything else. It was so hard to shave. It yeah. was just, it was bad. And I'm like, ew. And then, you know, they say that rumor or that myth where, like, women, uh, if you have a girl, they take away your beauty. So oh, I felt yeah, so, yeah. I felt so ugly. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I see people with boys. And they're glowing. And then I see people who have girls, and they look tired as fuck. And I'm just like, I get you, girl, because I've been there. (laughs) Yeah. I've had both. And, you know, I'm going to say the second pregnancy was harder with the girl. The only reason why was because of the food situation. Like, I, my first pregnancy, it was fine. I didn't even know I was pregnant until I was four months into my pregnancy. That's how you know I'm bothered. I don't think I knew I was pregnant until maybe two months into my pregnancy. Yeah. Almost three months in. When do you feel you started feeling, like, uh, the symptoms then? At what month? Uh, like I told you, it was, like, more like the second month where I was, like, I didn't like eating the food that I, that I like. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? I mean, I guess I must have been really naive. I was also 17 years old, so I was very naive. I'm like, no, I, because I was used to missing, you know, uh, menstruation cycle because I used to play sports. So to me, it was normal to skip like a month, two months, um, because in high school, you know, like I was, I, I was in the soccer team, like I was act, I, I was very active. So to me, to miss a period, it was normal. I was like, no, it's fine, like, uh, it's normal. I, and that's why I didn't think twice about when I first got pregnant. I'm like, no, it's fine. Like, I always miss my period. That's why um, even the symptoms, they didn't show up until, like, the, I guess the four and a half months. That's when I'm like, oh, wait. Like, yeah, my body's changing. And then I even remember after, like, yeah, my breast got really big and engorged because of the milk that was coming. But it didn't hurt then. I don't know if it, for you it hurt, but after I gave birth, they don't tell you. That you're gonna be a cow and and you're gonna like your breasts are gonna turn into rocks because it literally felt like two rocks on my chest and they literally okay. became like playboy breasts like my I, I i must have been at a d something or something up in there because they were so heavy after they got filled up with milk 
Okay, like, I just, it's so crazy. Like I said, like, they don't explain a lot of the things after you get birth. Like, I remember, like, being at the hospital, and they're like, okay, come and take a class now, you know, with the, bring the baby, and we're going to teach you how to, like, After you give birth? Yeah, after I gave birth, they're like, we're going to see how you, the baby latch, latch, latches onto your nipple, you know? Oh, okay. But this was, like, a, and, a thing in your room, though. It was a private. No, so, at first, yeah, they tried to do it privately, and then, like, if they feel like the baby or you're not learning as much, they send you to this room, right, where, it's like, a bunch of other new moms are in the room, but it was so awkward. And I just wanted to, like, they, they don't make it mandatory, but they're like, you should go. Mm-hmm. And so the guilt I just remember, yeah, so I went, and I'm like, this is so awkward. And I felt so awkward because it was all older women, you know, yeah. like women in their 30s, yeah. women in their 40s. And I felt like a little kid, and I was like, oh, my God, like, I don't even want to be here. Get me out. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, I'll just try to figure this out on my own. <laughs> and I went back to my room. So you didn't even stay for the class? I think I stayed for like 10 minutes, and then I'm like, I'm going to go get something, and I ended up leaving, and I never came back. So I just felt so uncomfortable. And then to me, like, they don't tell you how, like, I thought naturally as a woman, it's like, you know, oh, yeah, I'll be able to breastfeed my baby, you know, Mm -hmm. because a lot of the shame that goes on to other women is like breastfeeding right yeah so a lot of the things it's like oh i have to breastfeed because like that's what women do that's what women do when they have babies you know yeah. like you like have biologically have- that's what our bodies are are made for yeah to feed so, our babies. i know a lot of people feel defeated when they can't yeah like oh i'm not a good mom or like my body sucks but like honestly it hurts well you know, and I, and again, our birthing experience was so different. My four pound, eight ounce baby didn't hurt. It was a natural birth, but it didn't even hurt. But I know a lot of women, um, I, I have a lot of uh, friends that uh, their birthing stories is completely different from me. And it's like a horror story. And I've, I'm forever grateful that, yes, I had my four pound ounce baby. But like, I can't imagine giving birth to a nine pound baby. Um, not only do I hear about the stitches stories that like they get a lot of stitches down there, I didn't even know that was possible, or or the hemorrhoid situation. Like I didn't know about hemorrhoids until I heard uh, a birthing story where it's like you know after I gave birth I pushed so hard that you know physically I got hemorrhoids down there, and apparently these things like really really hurt to the point where like if you go to the bathroom you you literally feel like you're ripping down there. I didn't know about That's- this. I had yeah, no idea they, about this. They they don't tell you about that. They, okay, so they don't tell you that your nipples are going to fucking bleed when you're breastfeeding. Like, like I didn't have not, that. Oh, my God. There's such yeah. thing where your nipples bleed? Yeah, sometimes oh you, God. like, when you're breastfeeding and, like, the baby's chewing up, like, the nipple, like, sometimes the blood, the blood will go in with the milk. Oh, and uh, it's such a, like, I'm telling you, like, some women, I don't know how they manage to, like, get over the pain mm-hmm. i couldn't i hated it that's one of the things that i didn't know about that they don't tell you about in like school or anything like hey your breasts they're gonna fucking hurt and um yeah stitches uh, apparently it's normal luckily i only had two mm-hmm. um and um the hemorrhoids i've heard about luckily i did not get it because honestly i don't know how i would have dealt with that and what, another thing they don't really tell you is that you have to give birth to the placenta. Oh, like, yes, you, the placenta. 
you have to, yeah, you have to literally push it out. Yeah, like, I remember them telling me, like, hey, okay, now it's time for you to push out the placenta. And I'm like, what? I just pushed out the baby. What the hell is, what the, hell yeah. is the placenta? You know? But you feel it coming out, too. So it literally feels like you're giving birth to another baby. Exactly. Like, I didn't but even know, know that. they don't know that. They yeah. don't tell you that. The normal happy Ugh. birthing stories don't show that, that you get birth to the placenta. Yeah, like, if you're watching those home, like, TLC and home network mm-hmm. shows, like, they don't ever show, like, they show, okay, you know, she pushed, okay? And, and the then they don't fear, show, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they don't show, like, okay, push for the placenta now. You know, like, they don't tell you that. Some women, like, shit themselves because you're pushing hard. I was worried know? about that one, actually, because I read that a lot. And, I'll, like, I, I try to educate myself after when I got pregnant. I'm like, oh, my God, like, what am I going to do? Am I going to shit? Like, I heard those stories. Like, people really do shit themselves when they give birth. Yeah, and it's not to shame anyone. Like, it's normal. Yeah, yeah, you know? it's normal. And the doctors are, the doctors... They uh, don't make it awkward. They don't make it awkward. Yeah. And the other thing they don't tell you is, so after everything is, you know, done, cleaned up, you're with baby, you take baby home, you know, there's the aftermath of, like, uh, your body down there and how you feel. They don't tell you about those underwears that you have to wear and those really big pads that look like airplanes. And yeah, and, like, that's a lifesaver for the first... Because you're you're still bleeding. You didn't uh, even know they made pads that big. How about yeah. that? You didn't know that. But then you learn. You're like, what is this? They're giving it to me for free? And you're like, yeah, honey, you're going to need this after. You're going to bleed. And you're like, yeah, but I've had a period. It's normal. Like, But you don't know how much... Like, it looks like a period, but it's not your period. Yeah, and then it's, they give you that squirty bottle so you can, like, spray yeah, yeah, yourself yeah. or you're clean yourself. Mm-hmm. And, they give you, like, um, a little care package. I kind of like that. They give you a little care package for yourself. Yeah, but honestly, it's the care package. Like, I, like, to this day, like, the aftermath still scares me. You know, they also, like, you start losing hair. Some women start the losing hair. The thinning of hair, yes. And yeah, that's because the of the hormonal, on, in like, imbalance. That's why and they don't talk to you about that like listen because your hormones have been all over the place you are gonna lose hair after and if it feels like you're losing like half of your head it's okay it's normal they don't tell you that i literally freaked out i freaked out i'm like oh my god it's so much hair i'm like i've never seen this much hair come out and then your boobs deflate so those boobs those nice heavy perky boobs that you got the playboy boobs that you got they're gonna turn into orangutans they're gonna look like orangutan boobs after Especially if you breastfeed for so long, mm-hmm. they're just going to be whopping from, you know, one wall to the other. Like, Yep. It, they don't tell it, you that. Yeah. And then um, one incident with me, I remember I was in the shower one time and um, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I felt something going, like, pushing. Like, my body was pushing something out. Kind of like when you're getting contractions and you're, you know, for me, my body pretty much told me, like, it's time to push. Like, I felt like urge really and yeah it okay. was crazy like i just remember the doctor asked me like are you okay i'm like no i'm ready to push now like i remember telling him like i'm ready to push that's so cool so, i didn't have that moment but i've seen that on tv and i'm like oh that's so cool i'm gonna know when to push yeah like, I, I, don't know how to, I don't know how to explain it it's crazy because it, it was like did it feel like, like taking a crap like you wanted to take a crap because that's how no, most girls describe no, it no no it wasn't like that i don't know how to explain it to, to this day like I, it's just to me it's that that little thing was fascinating like my body pretty much told me like hey like it was like kind of like <laughs> like ripples 
in between yeah. your body. Yeah, that's it was so crazy. cool. But like that happened to me in the shower, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And all of a sudden, like I see a blood clot. <sighs> oh my and, god! And yeah, they don't tell you that's Ooh, normal too. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the plug, right, or something they call it the plug. The placenta I don't know plug? what they call it. I just remember, like, freaking out about it. Because yeah. I was like, oh, my God, am I dying? You know, you know? what? Mine, my placenta broke. Like, mine was very dramatic for my second birth. I was like, yes, I'm f- I'm here for it. Because it was, like, the movies. It literally... Because it didn't happen for my first... Like, the first birth. But the second one, my placenta broke. So, it was, like, a waterfall. I was like, oh, that's so cool. I didn't even think that was real. Did that ever happen with your placenta where it just, like, broke? No. Or they had to break like, it at the hospital, right? They broke mine at the hospital, yeah. No, no mine was very but, dramatic. It broke by itself, and I was like, cool. And it didn't hurt. And that was so cool to me. I'm like, hey, it doesn't hurt. It just, it's like water. It's so yeah, it, it literally essentially felt like I just peed myself a lot. So basically, it's like the drainage of the water that's holding the baby in yeah, your sack, yeah. belly, pretty much. But the, I found that so, like, cool. Because I'm like, wow, I'm like, it happened just like the movies. And that was the only thing. And I'm like, okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm like, hold on. That means that I'm going to get contractions. And that was the thing that I was scared of. Because, yeah, they tell you how it hurts. But until you experience that pain, you don't know. And I, and I, and I really freaked out because I remember the first time around, I was shocked at how hard the the pains were that's why for my first birth i was like no i'm like give me the epidural give me the epidural when they asked me i'm like give me the epidural i didn't even think twice about it so for my second birth my whole pregnancy i was scared about the contractions is that something that was normal for you too that you freaked out about contractions i freaked out because i had like two days worth of like two days before i actually went to the uh hospital where i guess i was contracting and i remember calling you do you remember and I called you, and you're like, okay, you know, every five minutes, just care and just make sure, you know, if you're getting the, you're getting them every five minutes, like, you have to go to the hospital. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, when they're closer together, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I was like, oh, like, okay. And then I remember going to the hospital, and they would send me home, and they're like, you have to be in dire pain. Oh, and I'm like, God. but I am in dire pain. Like, <laughs> like I'm going to die right here, right now. What do I got to no, do? No, they're like, no, they, the guy, I remember that I called me, like, explaining to me, like, no, dire pain, where you, like, can't stand it and you're almost you feel like you're dying and i'm like oh my god you know so you ended up going home i did they sent me home so there i was with pain for two days because i was like oh my god like this this hurts and um i remember the last the there was this one day we were like at my ex's uh, mom's house and we're all sitting down eating and i was like yeah, I can't do this. Like, it's, it's crazy. And then she's like, you know what? Screw it. We're going to the hospital. We're not coming back. I don't care if they send us. Like, I'm going to make you sick there. And I'm like, okay. So we ended up going. And they're like, they're like, yeah, okay, you can stay. And I was like two centimeters only. Really? So what yeah. were you before? How come they didn't let you stay before? How, how many centimeters were you then? Or was it just the, the Hickson contractions? Uh, no, it was contractions. It was like me contracting, but like, I was only at two centimeters, okay. and it wasn't crazy hurting, but it was like it was uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable, and it was like, oh my god, I can't deal with this pain. But mm-hmm. I just remember being so uncomfortable, like at night especially, like I couldn't sleep with that. Mm-hmm. And then the next 
day, like in the morning, is he okay? Like there, I'd be like, okay, it's gone. But then when I ended up going back to the hospital that day, where you know my ex's mom was like, okay, we're going to the hospital. Like it was more and consistent, we, right? The pains were more consistent and closer. Yeah. Apart. Okay. And I remember she was just like, we're going to the hospital. I'm like, okay. And like that was the smallest little thing. Like imagine like uh, like when you're at eight centimeters, and I was only at two. <laughs> I only went up to six. And that's it. That The six is your cutoff mark. If you don't take your epidural at six centimeters, they're like, that's it. You know, after this, if you're in pain, like, it's going to get worse. We can't give it to you legally. And I'm like, what? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, just give it to me. Give it to me now. They're like, okay, you're, you're at the perfect stage. You're sure? I'm like, yes. I'm going like, to give it to me. And another thing they don't tell you is how many doctors are going to be up in your cooch. But you don't care, though. You, I didn't care. I'm like, everybody, whoever needs to come, you come to yeah, me. Yeah, but for someone who's like, you know, for someone who's very, like, I'm shy, okay? Like, I'm yeah. a shy person. So, you know, yeah, I, I guess at the end, when everybody's already been all up in there, you're just like, okay, you're the next one to look at it, go ahead. Yeah, you know? I didn't care. That's the last I thing in my head. I didn't care. I'm like, yeah, But at the beginning, like, I cared. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to, like, go up my thing right now. You know? <laughs> like, this person, now there's That's another so person. And it was like, it you was just worried? the weirdest thing. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I did. In the beginning, you do. You're like, okay, so everyone's going to come look? Like, oh, you're the yeah. student? You're the med student? You're going to have a look, too? Yeah. And you, <laughs> and you feel so weird about it. I remember yeah. feeling, but then after when the pains get hard, you don't even care. You don't care yeah, you're if like, it's a stranger. Okay, you're, but you're like the hundredth person who's been down there today. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't care. care anymore. Yeah, do what you got to do. Do you see my kid? No. Okay, send the next person then. I did not care. You're right. I, I did worry a lot. I'm like, oh my god, everyone's gonna look, and it's gonna be uncomfortable. And it was, but then after when the pains get stronger, you don't care. You really don't. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like pregnancy and the aftermath, they they don't tell you all the other things that come with it, mm-hmm. and that's why to me, like it's it was so vivid mm-hmm. that like I can never forget how I felt. Like, I can't forget, like, how bad it hurt to breastfeed. I can't forget how bad it was to even sit down. Like, remember they send you home with these, like, stool softeners? Because, like, it's going to be hard for you to, like, poop for the next couple of weeks. No, they didn't prep me for that. I know they told me, and I got really angry when they're like, you know, unless um, you pee, you know, we're not going to be able to send you. This is when I had my C-section. They're like, we can't send you home unless you, you know, you pee. You, you have to be able to pee. And I'm like, what? And I found it so dumb. But then I realized after a C-section, you really can't pee. It's really hard. I don't know why. Um, I don't know if that just happens like after surgeries in general. But I didn't think it was going to be an issue. Yeah. What's the what? Like what is like what's it like having a C-section? Because I didn't have one. And honestly, like I remember, uh, you know that. They kept calling me at the hospital as a new new mom for new mom. They're like, "Oh, do you have a birthing plan? Like, how do you want things to go?" But nothing goes how it's supposed to go when you're about oh, to yeah. give birth. I don't know why they even suggest having a birthing plan because at the end of the day, like, if you end up having a complication during birth, guess what? You're having a C-section or you're having an emergency C-section. You know? Yeah. And like, so anybody who's like about to be a mom, like, throw those birth plans out the window because at the end of the day. It's just whatever is going to keep you and the baby safe. But, I mean, it's good to go. In, like, I know for me, I needed um, a plan. And at least for myself, I even whether or not I was going to go through with that exact plan, I needed some sort of plan to just 
put myself at ease and know like okay i i i'm going in i know what it looks like even though i didn't know what it looked like i in my head i'm like no i know what it's kind of look like i was the opposite i went in and i was like whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen like i did not have a plan i'm like okay i didn't even know like i was like if i have to give a, if i have to do it like if i have to get a c-section like i really don't want one but mm-hmm. i'm like if i have to it is what it is but i know mothers who who go in with a plan chris mm-hmm. and then you know they're pissed off because they want to give birth you know uh uh through their vagina but um when they are told that they have to have a c-section they oh, yeah, freak yeah, out yeah they lose it they lose it but see, see and i think that's the wrong way to go with it because like even though i was 17 i had an idea like i said they did prep me that the doctors were very great at the hospital they prepped me. They're like, listen, you might see um, machines going into him right away. We're not going to put him on your chest. Like, they did a really good job at prepping me. Even though for me, I had already planned. I'm like, no, I'm going to give normal birth. I'm definitely going to do epidural. Like, I, I, I felt comfortable when I was pregnant. Um, again, that must have been because I, I was... My sister had a baby before me. So I had an idea of what it was. So I, I kind of went with that, and it was great because my mom and, and, and my older sister, who already had babies, they were very supportive in that aspect. But yeah, you, you really do go in blind, but I do think that it helps to have some sort of like idea about how it could look like. Because yeah, and I yeah. think that's what really helped me. It's funny because when I, before I got pregnant, or when I was pregnant, I would watch all these TLC, you know. Oh yeah, like, TLC is great for this. TLC yeah, because, the like, they shows. really do kind of show you, like, what could happen or what will happen, and they explain what, you know, Pitocin is. They explain, like, all these uh, things that most likely are or is what's going to happen during your birth, mm-hmm. you know? So, thank God I had that because I was like, okay, at least I know in some way or shape or form, I know what the just of what's going to happen. But mm-hmm. what's really going to happen, I don't, like, nobody ever knows, right? Mm-hmm. And I think if the only piece of advice that I think we can give everybody out there who's listening to us is, yeah, whatever you feel comfortable with, do that. You know, you don't need to listen to everybody else. It's your body. You're going through it. You're creating a human. So only you know what's best for you and your baby. So with that said, yeah, you know what? Why don't you guys let us know your stories or let us know how your birthing experience was. And you can reach us at nothingbut.kc at gmail.com. So let us know, guys. Thank you so much for listening.